0: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Update. LSU men's basketball coach Will Wade has been suspended indefinitely. His suspension follows reports that an FBI wiretap captured on a 2017 home conversation between the coach and former player agent Christian Dawkins discussing an offer to a potential recruit. Dawkins was committed on wire fraud in October and received a six-month prison sentence this week for funneling illegal payments to recruits' families. Assistant Tony Benford's going to take over for the LSU Tigers interim. The 25-5 Tigers are in the midst of their best season in decades with one game left before the SEC tournament begins. NCAA Conference Tournament action going on this afternoon. Alparaiso and Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago the Cinderella story. They beat Valpo 67-54. Maybe these guys have a run in them again. Missouri State up early on Bradley 16-14 in the Missouri Valley Tournament there. Brown and Princeton. They're just tipping off right at 4.05. At 5 o'clock we have Western Carolina and Virginia Military at 5 p.m. Pick'em. 157 is your total. Radford minus three at Charleston Southern, 137. And at 630, Akron takes on Golden uh, Kent State. The Golden Flashes minus two and a half, 135 is the total there. And at six, number 19, Buffalo battles Bowling Green. The Bulls are 14-point favorites, 161 and a half is your total. Lots of moves going down in the NFL. This just in, here come the Patriots. The Philadelphia Eagles are in the midst of trading defensive lineman Michael Bennett to the New England Patriots. Bennett says to Philly he didn't want a pay cut. He actually wanted a raise. He racked up nine sacks last year and slated to earn six Million in base salary. More to come on this story. The Eagles also have got in the running for running back Tevin Colden. Coleman. He's on there. We are heading into free agency. Coleman spent the last four years in Atlanta and he is going to be one of the top running backs when the market opens up on March 13th. The Buffalo Bills GM said he would not trade for Antonio Brown. This story just won't go away. Brown went to Twitter and called possible reports of him heading to the Bills as fake news. The Bills did reach out to the Steelers this week, but ultimately the teams couldn't get a deal done that was going to work out for both sides. With the Bills out, there seems to be very few trade options left for the Steelers. The reports that numerous teams wanted the seven-time Pro Bowler, but nearly all of those teams have dropped out. Today was supposed to be the deadline to get a deal done for the 30-year-old receiver. The Jacksonville Jaguars have released defense of tackle Malik Johnson and running back Carlos Hyde today and the Arizona Cardinals have picked up tackle Marcus Gilbert from the Pittsburgh Steelers Pittsburgh signed offensive lineman Marquez Pouncey and Raymond Foster to new contracts on Thursday. Free agent safety Eric Weddle was released by the Ravens yesterday. He is meeting with the LA Rams in hoops. Lakers guard John Rondo will not be fined for sitting courtside during Wednesday's loss to the Denver Nuggets. He just won't do it again. Nine games in the association tonight. Dallas at Orlando. Magic minus seven, 214 and a half. Washington taking on Charlotte. The Hornets four and a half point favorites. 234 is your total. Toronto minus six on the road in New Orleans. Raptors, uh, Actually, no, now minus 7.5, 232. That line has gone up. Detroit, minus 4 at Chicago, 219 the total there. Philly at Houston. Rockets minus 8.5, 230.5. Cleveland at Miami. The Heat Lang, 8.5, 214. Utah, the Jazz, minus 5 at Memphis. Low total, 209 there. Good one in California. Denver at Golden State. Yeah, Warriors, minus six and a half, 235. And Oklahoma City and the Clips, the Clip joint, minus two and a half, 237 on the links. Tommy Fleetwood fired a sizzling six under today, and he leads at minus nine at the Bay Hill Invitational. Keegan Bradley, one shot back at eight under par. San Jose defenseman Eric Carlson says he won't be back anytime soon for the team, but he says he will be 100% when the playoffs start for the San Jose Sharks. We got four games on the NHL ice tonight. Minnesota at Florida, Wild minus 120, 6.5 is your total. New Jersey at Washington, Caps laying 340, total 6. Winnipeg at Carolina, Canes minus 170, over under 6.5. And Montreal at Anaheim to have small favorites, minus 120, Five and a half is your total. Guys, keep it locked to the Fantasy Sports Network. Gabe Moretti hosts Red Heat and Rage. I'm Cam Stewart. We got a lot of friends dropping by. Steve Merrill, Babano, Picks, DFS, and a whole lot more. Coming up next, Red Heat and Rage.
1: Game Time Decisions.
2: All right, let's roll. Game time decisions, Red Heat Ranger Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Cam uh, Stewart's uh, Prodigy. Rage! The Raging Redheads feeling it uh, today. Cam Stewart,
0: what's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Just uh, watching, uh, getting down with some conference tournament action. Uh, your flat man, Hasper Jaspers, uh, managed to go through, and uh, St. Peter's got it done. I'm loving these uh, small conference tournaments, buddy. Lots of action tonight leading up to the bigger conference. They'll get their tournaments underway. A lot of fun. It's college hoop season, buddy.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize earlier in the day, um, actually, how early how early the uh, Loyola-Chicago game uh, was. Yeah. I would have cashed uh, that. We killed, killed the college uh, last night, got on a roll into the late night hours as well jumping on the uh, jumping on the West Coast uh, games hit the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder so uh, we look to keep uh, that rolling this evening to Sir cam give us all the lines uh, for uh, for tonight's games I like a couple of NBA games um, we'll see how it plays out but I think we have a couple of a uh, couple of decent spots uh, I mentioned Oklahoma City Oklahoma City played last night against uh, Portland in Portland. And uh, it was a real uh, physical game. The point spread keeps climbing here. It was one and a half overnight last night. Now it's up to two and a half Clippers hosting Oklahoma City. Clippers have been on a roll. A team that we talked about. I didn't, uh, similar to the Pacers, we wouldn't have expected uh, the Pacers to continue to play well. But the Clippers keep trading people all the time. They keep on getting younger and clearing cap space, but they keep on winning basketball games still. Oklahoma City played in overtime last night in Portland, now in Los Angeles tonight. That's a pretty tough back-to-back spot. And there's been no line movement in this Denver-Golden State game, which could be a preview of uh, the Western Conference Finals, actually. It's not, you know, it's is it a massive game for either team? Not really. I mean, they're both they're both pretty comfortable in where, where they are. Uh, but it's sort of one of these statement games tonight, Cam. Can Denver play with Golden State in Golden State? We know they can play with them in Denver. Can they play with them in Golden State? And if you're Denver, it's a bigger game than it is for the Warriors. If you're Denver, you want to show the Golden State Warriors that, you know what, we can beat you, and they want to convince themselves they're not intimidated from the Warriors either.
0: Big game tonight in Oakland with Golden State and Denver. Yeah, huge game tonight, Gabe. I want to take Denver. I wish we were getting more than six and a half in that contest, but right now I have a slight lean to the Nuggets. But we'll see what happens. You know, Golden State. You talk to Rick Barry, hard team. When they're playing on all cylinders at home and clicking, they can kick anybody's ass. I really want to take the points with the, the Nuggets, but haven't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah, but the thing is, they um, and I, I get it. Listen, anytime.
2: You know, any, any time you're betting against the Golden State Warriors, it's not a good feeling. <laughs> no, it's game. not. You're absolutely right. Because you're True. like, man, I'm betting against Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr, Draymond Green. You're like, wow, this, you know, the other team really is going to have to play a perfect game. But the fact of the matter is, that's why that's why you make money betting against these guys. People don't want to do it. Yep. And uh, they're now 1-11 ATS in their last 12 games, the Golden State Warriors are.
0: Yeah, I've been actually cashing in. Uh, remember when Orlando came back against them. I've been, I've been betting against them a few times, Gabe, and it's been good. You're right. Usually lots of heartburn and pain before you bet the game recently. Not as much pain. But, uh, yeah, Den- I really want to put Denver on the card. I'm just worried about that Warrior bounce back. That's why I haven't bet it yet. But uh, you're well, right. You better not do it, Cap. What? <laughs> you better not do it then because scared money never, never wins. Never wins. That's true. Oh, scared money never win. Never win. It's very true. Very true, yeah. buddy. Yeah, let's let's kick some out. <laughs> We've got a lot of college basketball games going on tonight too. Uh, let's make it a profitable night and weekend, buddy. Right, so Steve Merrill's on the radar.
2: Uh, Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano. Babano. One is the uh, the lowliest lowest note. Uh, we continue uh, <laughs> retro week right here on the Fantasy Sports <laughs> Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Throwing it down with Cam Stewart. Steve Merrill on the radar. Talk some college basketball uh, tournaments uh, going on right now as we speak. Uh, There's games going on. Um, There's uh, a lot of stuff going on in the National Football League, um, not including Antonio Brown, in which uh, we'll get to. As I went to sleep last night believing that Antonio Brown potentially could uh, be a Buffalo Bill. Uh, today, uh, we actually called it time and time again. I thought the Bills were a dark horse um, to uh, to get Antonio Brown. And I still feel it'll be a team that nobody expects uh, when it's all uh, said and done. Either that or the Pittsburgh Steelers just get stuck dealing with this thing forever, actually. Like they, they got stuck with Le'Veon Bell's uh, situation. Because Antonio Brown's not really going to want to go anywhere that he's going to end up getting traded to. The amount of money that he makes, no, there's like teams. There's not a lot of like big time teams that're gonna do this and want to give him a long term contract extension and deal with a 30 year old prima donna uh, wide receiver. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, the Antonio Brown situation plays out in the coming days, Cam.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, probably you know what I mean. So he's squawking and buffalo probably that they're interested and then when you just hear all this other stuff you know I, I think a lot of teams are going to back down the guy just continually like he can't help himself Gabe. like it just just keeps on talking making comments chirping you know after well, a while, while yeah it's basically well,
2: let's it's the we comments talk about comments and the the guy chirping it's less of a value it's not the comments and the chirping it's just it's the reality right like uh it's one thing to just trade him which is already a challenge uh because uh because of his situation and now he's thrown in the fact that he wants a contract extension if he gets traded. You know, so you know now you're asking a team to not only you know eat eighteen million dollars or whatever, but then to also commit to this guy for years when he does have the these the, the side stuff, right? You know, when when he is a distraction. But you know it's like I said, I mean, it seems to be down to the Raiders, really, and even the Raiders sort of have the Steelers by the balls now. It's like <laughs> that's, any, that's
0: and, the thing. Yeah, Who's every advantage? Anybody but Steelers. <laughs> anybody but Brown. to get low balled for yeah. an offer. Yeah.
3: It's that well, it, the thing
0: is, it
2: it's not like the Steelers can just say, "Okay, whatever. We're asking too much." All right, we'll take a second round or a third round pick for him. That's not even the case. Like you have, you need him to approve this now. You know what I mean? Like he's pulling an NBA player move, Cam. Like he's under contract, so he should just shut up, right? Like that's what the Steelers sort of thought. All right, whatever, dude. He's under contract for another year, and you know we'll trade him somewhere, and it'll be someone else's problem. Yet now he's pulling the old, well, if you trade me, I need to, uh, you know, I need to sign a contract extension uh, if I'm going to go there. You know, I don't, I know, I don't know exactly what happened if he said, and there's no over, you know. He 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 imploded this deal. I mean, I think the Steelers were going to trade him to the Buffalo Bills, and I think he said, "There's no way in hell I'm signing yeah. a long-term deal with the Buffalo that's Bills." Exactly, Buff- I agree. The Buffalo Bills said, "Well, we're not trading first-round draft picks for a guy to be here for a year." Yep. Right. So I, think I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah but it well, makes and you also where is he going to want to sign long term? And just uh, because he wants that doesn't mean that it's going to be a
0: fit with another team to do that. It's true. It's true. And he's asking for the San Francisco 49ers. Well, maybe the 49ers don't want you, Antonio Brown. That's the thing. Like it's all under your terms and that's the thing. The hatred for the Steelers organization still being under contract, you know what I mean? He doesn't This is the thing. The hatred for Big Ben and that organization and throwing them under the bus seems to be predominantly stronger than the will to kind of want to go suck it up and play football again for another team that's so how much like the burn is inside of him and uh well he's already, already thrown right, it out of, there uh, a little bit he, that I'll retire,
2: I'll retire you know what i mean yeah, like I got he'll, the he'll money. shut it down exactly exactly like, which also to to does not confidence, confidence if i'm a general <laughs> manager that this you know what i mean
0: like no, it does that, That's the thing. Like, there's, it's not just one thing. Okay. Well, I don't. There was an interview. I don't need football. Okay. Well, that's true. You got a lot of money, but you still like to play the game. You want to go to San Francisco? They haven't really sent anything. You know about John Lynch? Very, very. Oh, these uh, guys stiff. Didn't hate, hate football?
2: Guy. Oh, I hate. You know, I don't need football. You're only rich because of football, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great, excellent point. <laughs> if you didn't catch a ball, what would we there would <laughs> yeah. be no Dancing with the Stars. There would be no Say anything. Kyrie else. Irving. Oh, I'm so yeah, sick man. of this shit. I won't miss this shit when it's over. Kyrie Irving. It's like, bro, you're like 25 years old, and you're rich because of this shit. <laughs> right? Like, I yeah, like to see Antonio Brown, uh, like I said this this morning, Cam, let's say Antonio Brown retires. All right, good for you. I, I, I retire, AB. I guarantee he'll be broke in like 10, 15 years. 10 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mike Tyson made a hell of a lot more than Antonio Brown ever did. Mike Tyson was broke. Antonio Brown doesn't seem like the most
0: financially stable person either. I don't yeah. think he's. Don't like, think he uh, has. Don't think he has a guy. <laughs> hey, blue chip stocks. No, no, it's okay. We'll ju- we'll just spend. Yeah, fast cars, whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I actually look at Buffalo as that just tells me about about the player and where how things have changed. You're a six round draft pick from Central Michigan, and I'll hand it to you, man. You busted your ass, and you have a great career, exceeded every single type of expectation. But now, you know, thirty years old if you still love the game the bills are in a good situation you could be the main man there it's a, it's not a bad spot you got a young quarterback that showed flashes last year you know what i mean like there's worse the raiders is a worse situation than the buffalo bills that's that's the thing like it's just it's unbelievable to me like i just played the damn game but you know this this thing is just it was supposed to be over today gabe it's 4:18 eastern and we're he's, where is he going who knows he's not going anywhere like they're, they're not gonna get value for him. Pittsburgh could say all that they want. Oh yeah, we're we're, not, we're not, not gonna get fleeced in a deal. Well, you know, then he's your problem still. And you know that well, after all the stuff they, that's happened with Big Ben, it's not happening. Like they're not they gonna give him away go back though. there. They're not no, that's they're the not
2: thing. giving him away. Yeah, so. so they can't they can't give him away, but Pittsburgh, what are they Pittsburgh get for him. Yeah, but Antonio Brown is Pittsburgh Pittsburgh has leverage over him. Not the other way around. You know, like, yes, just, yeah, uh, you know,
0: for sure they At do. this point, for sure they do.
2: At this point, uh, they, Schuster's the star there now, anyway. So they they can live with this. They've gone through the Le'Veon Bell stuff. They're not under sure. any prerogative to trade him, Camp. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and they he won't show up. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So I, you, you call his bluff, and you basically say, "All right, whatever." You, you know, you try a couple of more trades, and if it doesn't work, you know what I mean, you shut it down. You call his bluff. And you basically say, all right, you know what I mean? We're not trading you, and, you know, you can show up if you want, which he won't, and uh, then whatever, you won't have to pay him. And he can put his money where his mouth is, like Le'Veon Bell did, which something tells me he won't. You know, Le'Veon Bell actually was more about principle with this. Antonio Brown's just a jerk. You know, like, Antonio Brown, this isn't about money. This is about Smith Schuster getting footballs. That's what this is about. And the Ben Roethlisberger stuff is an easy, it's an easy um, distraction yeah. from making him looking like a selfish prick. To I just well, don't like Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's a public narrative that he's going with essentially, Brown. Well, the, All the reason I'm is, doing this is yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, the way he talks to me, the way that you know the his attitude. And I can't get along with Ben Roethlisberger. That's essentially what Antonio Brown is saying. Yet, and people are running with that because Ben Roethlisberger is, is a jerk and he is unlikable. So people buy into that and sort of say, yeah, well, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is a jerk and, you know, Ben this and Ben that. But it, that distracts from the fact that Ben Roethlisberger never changed. Ben Roethlisberger's been Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger's been the quarterback that made Antonio Brown as rich and successful as he was. The only thing to change, Cam, was suddenly there was a new kid on the team that Ben Roethlisberger was throwing the football a hell of a lot to. Antonio Brown didn't completely melt down this year until after the New Orleans Saints game. And in the New Orleans Saints game, they it was a high scoring game. The Saints won. You know the Steelers hung around and stuff. And Smith-Schuster had like a touchdown and like 12 catches or something. Antonio Brown had like 14 catches or something. And I think two touchdowns. The players voted Smith-Schuster the team MVP after the game. That's when Antonio Brown really flipped and turned the switch off. So it's all about him. It's not even about anything. Like, we want to delete this song? Like, didn't like, we just do this firefly like a or two ago? Yeah,
0: we did. It was yesterday. Yeah, correct. It's in the vault. It's a calculator song. It's like uh, I talk into air here, right? I just
2: like, I can say, like, <laughs> hey, Yang. He gone. Yo, Yang. Um. Did we not just like talk about like this song, like like a couple of days in a row, basically that the song sucks and like we got to get it out of the system and it's it's like got to be deleted?
0: Yeah, I totally and, agree with you. Um, they they had some uh, some issues uh, down here a little bit earlier in the day, so like uh, made it a little difficult for me to be able to kind of get things situated. So my apologies on that, buddy.
2: That's the. Um <laughs> That's the, uh, that's the, the, I don't even know what that means, but. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: that's.
2: I don't know what the issues earlier today have to do with the song, but, uh, nevertheless. So, See, that, that's the,
3: <laughs> like, we
2: basically, uh, like, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, any, anytime there's a problem, it's basically, wow, there was, there was a problem yeah. here. <laughs> there's a problem. Yeah. yeah the problem the is problem. we got to stop playing that song. That's the problem. Um. We're stuck in this retro playlist uh, this week. It's like, yeah, I can handle it for like, you know, it's funny like one or two times, but it's yeah. constant. Like, the music sucks on the show, yet, you know, I'm changing, it's starting I'm changing to suck hard now. enough that it's it's upsetting me. The, the music sucks. Like, we got to, uh, we can't have this sucky music playing all the time. Gotcha. <laughs> sucky. No, I'm not, I'm not like, uh, sucky music. <laughs> I know. I, listen, it's sucky, it's yeah, sucky. He doesn't program the, the computer. No. no, he does not. <laughs> but I'm just stating that. Yeah. The music blows, man. Like, uh, it, you know, makes a difference. All right. Uh, so uh, game time decision, threat Heat and Rage uh, radio. It's, cr- it's crazy. We play crappy watching, music.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just watching the golf and you were talking about the girth of, uh, Afa Kira Dash Afa Barn Rat and they showed him and it was crazy. I don't know if they did this on purpose and then they went to Lumpy Tim Heron and, like it was just the announcers didn't even say anything about it but those are like the two biggest guys on tour like there's no uh, there's no broccoli in that diet that's a lot of no kale a lot of fried fried food there between those two guys they're big that's like a wrestling team Afa Barn Rat and Heron they're they're big boys they make me look small <laughs> a lot of girth Morenci a lot of girth Big, big um, punch! I think Steve uh, uh, Steve's on the line here. Yes, yes.
2: Let's bring in uh, Steve Merrill uh, right now. ProSportsInfo.com. Uh, covers experts. What's going on, Steve? Hey guys, doing well. Doing well. So, uh, Steve, uh, the the madness has uh, begun. Uh, we got conference uh, conference tournament action uh, going on. It's been going on uh, all day. This is uh, this is the time people talk about March Madness, the actual tournament, but. The real smorgasbord of college basketball rolls through this weekend into next weekend. Pretty much next week, like next weekend, midweek, this week, and stuff. That that's when it's just over the top, man. And to me, it's much more advantageous than the actual tournament. The tournament's almost like bowl games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost like very bowl good points or, or New Year's Actually, it's Eve. So true. It's like sort of amateur night, yeah. right? They know the public is coming suddenly. It's like bowl games. I think, you know, basically you know, it's like bowl games as opposed to conference championship week. But to me, Steve, this, this is the time of the year right now, the next week and a half or so, that's even better than the tournament to cash in playing college basketball.
4: Yeah, and the one thing I'll say also to just the betters out there is you better shop around for numbers because, as you guys know, the numbers will never be sharper in any sport any time of year than they are the next week. And it makes perfect sense. First of all, we've had several months of college basketball. Every team's played 25, 30 games. But then on top of that, they've played several months of common opponents. You know, you look at the Colonial tournament starts tomorrow that I obviously follow closely. Every team plays home and away against each other. So it's the exact even schedule for 18 games. So the conference statistics are very telling. The margins of victory are very telling. And that makes yeah. the power rating very sharp. And you're going to see a lot of games land, games land within a point or so. You know, and Gabe, it's one of the few times you could probably make an argument that four-point basketball teasers might start having some value.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right. And I am an anti—you know, I'm, I've laid away teasers for the most part, even in football, or I try to. Uh, but, you know, because you know, generally teasers are a two-team parlay at minus money. But— Steve just alluded to, and me and Cam, I've talked about this over the years uh, with you, that come March Madness, actually, the actual tournament itself also is not a bad time for teasers. It is amazing that they have interconference games like this, and the numbers are as sharp as they are. But they're sharper. The numbers are sharper more often than, than they're off. And, you know, the whole nature of March Madness and the buzzer beater, well... Buzzer beater normally means then, you know, the team covered if you had the dog on a teaser, if there's a buzzer beater uh, going on. So I'll agree with Steve there that, you know, teasers at this time of the year, I can start to buy in, especially come the real tournament.
4: Yeah, you make another good point, Gabe. You would think the NCAA tournament is the most random of all because all these teams never play each other. They have no common opponents, but you're exactly right. On Thursday and Friday of that second round, you know, technically the first round, there will be a handful of games that land within a basket of the point spread. it does amaze me. But then you take that to another level this week and next when you have a lot of common opponents and several months of data with either the conference tournaments.
0: Hey Stephen, you talked about it. You got uh, you know your conference in your backyard there, and you get to follow it very closely, like William and Mary. You got you know all those schools there. I was just looking at the Missouri Valley kind of as a conference, and just like just doing research. I don't have a database like Mark Lawrence or you, but just finding out like the dogs covering winning outright. Is there any specific conferences that you ba- that that you go? I'm going to attack this conference and, and instead of other ones leading up to the tournament because I'm finding the Missouri Valley that the dogs are very very fruitful and win outright a lot a lot of the time.
4: Yeah, and I think a lot of times, Cam, it's these lesser tier, these minor, you know, mid majors. I guess you call them is what we have going on this weekend. Um, the level of play isn't as good. Most of these are situations like the Colonial, where you win the regular season, it doesn't matter. You have to still win the tournament. It's going to be a one bid league, and the Missouri, I feel, isn't quite as strong as it's been in years past. They've lost some teams to the Big East and they made the other conferences, and for that reason, I, I think it's it's more you know random. And I think the underdogs are worth a look. And something I always say about these conference tournaments, especially with these mid tier ones. Is that it's a new season for every team. You can go one and thirteen in the conference, but if you win three games this week, and you're going to go dancing. And I think that's another reason why the underdogs and especially ugly underdogs, at least in that first game, are sometimes worth a look because it really is a new season for them.
2: It's a good point as far as the Missouri Valley. It's not the quite a powerful conference Again, If you look, like even Northern Iowa, uh, Northern Iowa not not very good uh, this year. Um, you know, in other conferences, look like at Wichita State uh, came back down to earth. One thing with the conferences, guys. Uh, for Cam's question that he asked Steve Merrill, and Steve mentioned it earlier too, I think Cam, you can get a feel for for which conference. And you said you don't have a database, but you're gonna have to find one. <laughs> and uh, and um, and not not a database, but look up, guys. So for the conferences, you get a feel for it. As Steve mentioned, margin of victory in the conference. You know, you can look at conference record uh, as well. Uh, but margin margin of victory in in the conference, and as Steve mentioned, you know, like the um, the MACC there, the uh, the Metro Atlantic, like the Metro Atlantic Conference. I was looking the margin of victory in the conference. The biggest team is like Iona, Steve, at like seven points a game. You know what I mean? Like as opposed to a conference like the Big Ten or the ACC, where you know there's a differential of 17 and. You know, or, or Gonzaga's winning by an average of 21. They're winning margin or 24, whatever. And some of these conferences, like that one, for example, the Metro, the largest margin of victory was like seven points per game. You know, most of the teams average like, you know, they won by 2.2. They lost by 2.8. And just incredibly close games. And, you know, so I'd take a look at the dogs there. You know, for conference, conference tournaments, guys, take a look at the conference Oh uh, conference wins, margin of victory, and it's a good tool to use. It's a good tool to use uh, for uh, for college basketball conferences, I believe. And you can find that uh, by you know just looking, looking it up, poking around, poking around a couple of a uh, couple of sports sites.
4: And by the way guys, you know, going back to Missouri Valley Cam, if you look at my power ratings, they average the average power rating of all those Missouri Valley teams is in line with the Ivy League this year. That's how much they've fallen. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's been noticeable. Don't bash the Ivy League, Steve. <laughs> well, yeah, actually the Ivy League's a little bit better to be honest is one of the reasons, but yeah, Missouri's not what it, it, it's not what it was when Wichita and Creighton and those teams were making runs. Uh, speaking of Ivy
2: League, it's Ivy League Night tonight, Yale and Penn. Is a, a big game. So looking at the college card, what catches your eye tonight, Steve? Tomorrow's the full slate. Tonight's kind of a lighter night, considering what a busy time of the year uh, it is. Speaking of these teams, a game that catches my eye is uh, Northern Iowa and Southern Illinois, in which you know Northern uh, Northern Iowa aren't the same Northern Iowa team. Five and five in their last ten games, taking on the Saluki, seven and three uh, in their last ten. 17 and 14 on the year, laying uh, two and a half, three points. I'm going to pull the trigger with the Saluki, Steve.
4: Yeah, you look at uh, Southern Illinois, they've won three straight and covered three straight heading into this game, so they finished the season strong. I uh, don't know what to make of Northern Iowa. They were on a four-game win streak, a five-game spread winning streak until that loss, uh, two losses, but then they didn't cover the final game. They did They did cover the loss before that. So they're still 5-1 against the spread, even though they're all back-to-back losses. Um, I think these two teams are pretty equal. What jumps out to me, though, is the offensive edge for Southern Illinois. 47% from the field. Northern Iowa less than 42% shooting this year. That would probably be the difference in a competitive game.
0: I like that pick,
2: game. I'm on it, too. The Salukis. Yep, uh, Manhattan Jaspers got it done for me yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they're getting four and a half tonight against Canisius. I might be pushing it if I take the Jaspers <laughs> uh, two nights in a row. What about uh, St. Joe's, VCU? That's not a conference tournament game. We got Pepperdine and Loyola Marymount on the card tonight. West Coast Conference action, Steve. Not to mention everyone's hyping up this Belmont team all year. Twenty-five and four, Belmont uh, hosting Austin P. Twenty-two and ten uh, coming in here. Uh, any live dogs on the card, Steve?
4: Yeah, I mean the one thing about Belmont, uh, they've kind of been a, a known team now for a few years. They've been a pretty good, you know, tournament level team. Uh, they like to play fast, so they average eighty-eight points a game. Um, Austin P plays fast. 283 points game over. Probably worth a look there.
2: Game time decision. Do we to get to the NASCAR? heading uh, right, in here, Steve. We'll take a quick break. We'll quickly hit the NASCAR on the other side. Sounds good. Las Vegas. Words. Who the hell's this? <laughs> oh wait, it's me. Speakable evil. Speakable evil. The cross you hold so, the cross dear. Holds so dear. Deal before, before me. me. In your eyes I see In fear. I see fear. Wonder. Under uh-huh. the cover on of darkness flesh. I pray blood your flesh. Trade. Trade. Power. your power. Until no there's nothing left. Nice. The Quality stuff. Stop. <laughs> Good job, Yang. It's better than that Casio uh,
0: calculator stuff. Uh, Texas Instruments. That's the name <laughs> of that me. <bad. laughs> I agree. The song's called <laughs> Keyboard by Texas, Texas Instruments. <laughs> Texas Instruments. <laughs> it's like a classroom
2: cab. Like it's yeah. like, all right, Timmy, push. Yeah. Your, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Push the button. See what happens. Turn on the candy computer, there, Timmy. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. In fact, it's funny uh, that song. I was bringing this up, but uh, Steve, we were playing a really bad song earlier that drives me crazy. But uh, um, the uh, inventor of the calculator uh, died just two days ago. What year was it invented? That's so. That, that's that's <laughs> the interesting question. Which not that uh, not like that that long ago type thing. Nineteen sixty-three.
0: I was gonna well, say uh, late sixties. Yeah, sixty-three. Huh.
2: Yeah, 1963.
4: I would, the, yeah. I would have had the under, but I guess that makes sense. we weren't a lot of portable electronics in the 50s, I guess, now that I think about it. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So, but, you know, but he, I saw a picture of him.
2: Like, it was just the other day, he died two days ago, and I saw a picture. It was very big, you know, sort of big buttons, and you know what I mean? But it's just amazing. I was thinking about, like, you know, when we were kids, I had you know, a calculator in the 70s. It was like a big deal. It was almost like having a computer now, <laughs> Like, they weren't even cheap and stuff. Like, a guy like, they, like, like we were joking, the Texas Instruments. Oh, yeah, ooh, a calculator. It's amazing that only a calculator was invented in 63, and here we are right now with how far computers have come. Like, exponentially, that is a lot of growth.
4: I'll tell you what blows me away, guys, is we have more power in our cell phone than all that NASA had when they launched to the moon in the 60s. <laughs> like, all of those mainframes, I think that's true. It might even be substantially more. Yeah, you've seen those rooms, you know, with all those machines in them. And I still think that's less than, like, you know, a cell phone has now, which is just incredible that we actually were able to launch a spaceship or a rocket, even. Although, Gabe, no I know you don't think we actually launched it. I know. No, there yeah, we go. He
2: says he's saying fake news. Now you're almost like proving my point. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But, no, you, know, my, you know, my take on that stuff, just like the mafia killing Kennedy makes a lot of sense. But you would think someone would have spilled the beans by now after 50 years, especially on the NASA thing. There, would, there had to be too many people involved. Well, speaking of spilling the beans,
2: you know, I nearly fell out of my chair this morning when I saw this story. We were live on the air, too. And uh, so there's a picture of Donald Trump. Donald Trump watched the Super Bowl with the owner of the massage parlor the Robert Kraft got busted. <laughs> Like you can't make this up. No, it's. I know it's. The Is place. that true? Yeah, it's true. It's a real story. There's yeah. pictures. Yeah, yeah. and know there's there's pictures. Dude, she's a major Republican donor. She was a guest of the governor Rick Scott at Mar-a-Lago. There's pictures of her with Trump. It's just funny that not only does she know Trump, she watched the damn Super Bowl. But the Miami Herald broke this. As, as Donald Trump cheered on his good friend Robert Kraft that watches the 6th Super Bowl, alongside him was Lee Yang, who, Bing, is the owner of the Orchard Spa massage parlor, who turns out is a big Republican donor. <laughs> and the massage parlor turns out is 30 minutes from Mar-a-Lago. So,
4: yeah, you know, for whatever it's worth... Ability. Well, Yeah, <laughs> would think, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great for craft defense, though? I mean, I think you could tie everything together. Like I was there to meet her because she knows the the president, who I know, and she's a Patriots. Well,
2: yeah. The thing is, also, I was thinking about this. So, Chinese lady running basically a hooker service and in in you know various massage parlors, one of which in a very upscale neighborhood of Jupiter. Thirty minutes from from the president. Tiger Woods lives there. Robert Kraft, blah blah blah. Adam Schefter stated that Robert Kraft wasn't even the most powerful person or biggest name on the list. And I remember stating, "Well, who else could have been on that list? Right? Like who else? You know, who, Jerry Jones, Roger Goodell. How do you get bigger in the football circles? And it's funny because Schefter got called out for this the other day, like journalistically." Because Schefter tweeted, he said, oh, my God, he goes, you won't believe, like, you know, some of the names that are going to come out from this place. And he never talked about it ever again. And he got called out for that, like, by, you know, by media watchdogs, basically, that, you know, lazy journalism. You throw something out there, you don't back it up, you don't say why you're not talking about it. He never—he just dropped it. He never talked about it ever again. When he said bigger names on the list that'll freak people out. Now I'm not stating Trump's names on the list because I don't think Trump was going to that this place you know, since he's been president. But it now, now that you see, I guarantee you this wasn't the first time Robert Kraft went there, right? I mean the fact that she's you know, she's tied into the community there that she knows every powerful person. But you know, you get in deeper guys and this is how you this is how you get policies made. I mean this camp, I mean you've watched enough T V shows, Cam to realize this. It doesn't hurt if you're a Chinese lady to know that, Oh yeah, you know what I mean, the governor's this or that or Yep. This politician, that politician, the guy that owns that team gets hand jobs at my place. Scratch my back. She's got him by the balls, bro. Yeah, She's got him by the balls. And then, therefore, there she is sitting with Trump watching the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just great. gold. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just amazing that somehow Trump gets sucked into every sleazy story. But there he is. is. And there she is, like hanging out with the kids and taking pictures everywhere and walking around Mar-a-Lago like she owns the place. It's just, you can't make this stuff up and i thought that it was funny guys that so you remember steve the the super bowl the uh, the atlanta falcons they blew a 28-3 lead right and the new england patriots being the jackasses that they are uh put it on their rings right 328 and you know they made t-shirts when when the falcons played that opening game there they put it up on the scoreboard 328 and yeah. like they had the that's sort of their motto, 328 it was, and lo and behold, Robert Kraft's arraignment date, 328, 28, <laughs> <laughs> that's I wild, that. March 3rd, March 3rd, uh, Mar- March 28th, the third of the month, yeah, March Mar- March 28th, so yeah, you just, you can't make this stuff up, and then and, yeah, it goes from that into this, and uh yeah, it's just another day, isn't it, guys? Just, just another day in in 2019 in which nothing is surprising. But in another news, actually, to get it back on track. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, Steve and uh, Cam, but LSU's coach has been suspended.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, I got it in the update, take, Gabe. He's in big yeah, trouble. Yeah. They got wiretaps going with him and. Uh, and uh, the the former agent uh, Dawkins. So yeah, he, he's he's toast. And they're having one of the best seasons uh, in a couple decades there at LSU. They're a twenty five and five basketball team, playing such good ball too, Steve. Yep. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I think that you know you almost have to take a hands off approach at this point. No pun intended with LSU because um, that's gonna that's gonna make it difficult. But you know. I was going to say a couple of things. First of all, that Lucky Steve's business has had a huge influx of business recently. Most people aren't there to get food, but it's been good for our business. The name Lucky Steve's obviously being a Chinese restaurant. Um, this whole sc- <laughs> this whole scandal has definitely helped the volume of traffic coming into our establishment for all the wrong reasons. But uh, now for a bigger point, though, that stuff should be legal. Drugs should be legal. Prostitution should be legal and regulated. Gambling should be legal and regulated. And these players in college should be getting paid, you know. So, like both of these things we're talking about shouldn't even be issues, uh, because it just once again goes, it's it's going to happen. Why not just regulate it and make it on the up and up?
0: Excellent point, Steve. And I was talking to Gabe yesterday that re, uh, Senator I forget was it North Carolina he proposed that bill. Good, Gabe brought up a good point. Is it as if it's going to go through, but he's proposing a bill to pay NCAA athletes for their likeness? But uh, you know that one's going to get a lot of a uh, lot of roadblocks in the way. I have a feeling. One thing. Well, one thing I brought thing up I do earlier
2: like- in the day.
4: Sorry, Steve, go on. No, go ahead. Go, well, I was going to say real quick, didn't they move the NBA, just move it back down to 18? Didn't that just happen a few weeks that ago? That is correct, yeah. Yep. That was yeah. another thing that was just ridiculous. So, yeah, I was glad to see that happen.
2: Um, and and uh, so, yeah, with him, him getting – what the hell was I going to say now? Oh, about <laughs> – uh, yeah, about the suspension. So um, what I see about this too, I don't know, like you said, like there's nothing criminal about these things. Okay, you know, like you always you hear. So okay, so where's the crime in? Where's the crime no in somebody? Yes, right. I guess the only crime that you could they could say would be taxes, right? Like, listen, you got a hundred thousand dollars and didn't declare it. You know that that's about that's about all they can get to with these things, and then it just comes down to well, it was a violation of the NCAA. Because like, right. let's if some if somebody wants to give free a free house to live in for the next two years, to the mother of a kid that plays on LSU. That's his prerogative. If I want to pay the rent, if I see a homeless chick on the street, I want to pay her rent, whatever my intention is, whatever, right? So that's not a crime. You know, a kid, you know, you giving a kid money is not a crime if he doesn't commit a criminal act for you. It's just amazing that somehow, like, we've criminalized these people, right? Right. It's like no, the NCAA double doesn't want this, but it's not criminal. Yet we're we're sort of in this era where like ooh, wiretaps and every you know everyone's on the verge of getting busted all the time. And you guys talk about about paying the players. It's never going to happen. But what they should do is let the players sell their likeness. I don't have a problem with that. I don't even think they should pay the players. There's a lot of kids don't deserve to get paid. There's a lot of crappy teams, and the kids are lucky to be playing. But yeah, but, yeah, but they should the be able, able to sell their likeness. Because-
4: but exactly. but and the, and the only people that the only people make money there, like you know, are the people that are good. It's just like a female volleyball player for a Division three school is not going to be able to sell her likeness and doesn't deserve to be paid the same as, you exactly. know, Williamson deserved. No, she so doesn't. The market, and then, I mean, the free market settles all that just like it should.
2: Yeah. But you, you know, know you- what I saw the best take was? And I, I never heard this argument before. I wish I came up with it. Was, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's good. No,
2: but, Cam, they always say, well, you can't. You know, NCAA always says, well, you can't. Yeah. Well, we can't pay. I mean, the, the system would collapse, and, you know, it's the money. All right, then how come the coaches don't coach for free? Yeah. Uh, you know, the players are playing for free. How come the coaches, you know what I mean, don't just say, well, you know, the school, well, we can't afford to pay. The, we couldn't pay the coaches, too. Yeah, that's like, that's, the, that's like the best argument right there, that if this really is student athlete stuff, then why are the
4: coaches getting $12 million a year? if this well, is think, really just I mean, you know, all for fun. Yeah, but I'll take the other side. I, I obviously think that they should get paid. I think it's a mockery when they say, do you have any questions for the student-athletes? That'll be next week when the tournament begins. I always love that. You've got these one-and-done guys sitting up there for Kentucky, and they're like, any more questions for the student-athletes? But they are getting scholarships. You could make an argument they are getting fifty dollars to $100,000 of a free education, and that is true. But the mockery for me is when these guys are one and done. That's why I was glad to see the NBA go back to 18. That takes away some of that. Fiasco that we have, um, which I don't think is good for anyone. Um, But the bottom line, like you said, Gabe, is you forget the NCAA is not a legal body; it's an organization. And Alabama and Clemson and the big football schools could start their own sports league tomorrow. And I do think that's what's going to eventually happen. And I do think players will get paid for that reason sooner than later.
2: I'm surprised they haven't. There was talk of a super conference uh, in the past, sort of like what they there was talk of it in soccer, sort of like in Europe you know, the top four to six teams type thing, and all the leagues just say, screw all the minnows. and <laughs> Let's do a Super League. All right, before we get out of here, Steve, we've got a minute or two. Um, as I was saying, we went on the last break. They were in Vegas last week. Uh, Logano gets it done. They go into Phoenix this week. Kevin Harvick's been the king of Phoenix uh, over the years. Uh, Kyle Bush has done well uh, there as well. What do
4: you make of the race quickly on the way out? Yeah, my takeaway last week was... The Ford's dominated, and Kevin Harvick's been great on this track, so I would expect him to be the one to beat It. instead. Steve Barrow, ProSportsInfo.com, covers experts. Game time decisions continues.
5: Game time
2: decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, good stuff, Yank. Yeah? Living color. Cult new personality. Charleston Southern and uh, Radford tip off at uh, 6 o'clock. In fact, we got a game tipping off in three minutes. Uh, Western Carolina and uh, Virginia Military Institute. It's that time of the year where we're talking DMI basketball. Uh, Western Carolina, a, a very, very robust seven wins, 24 losses on the season. <laughs> Uh, 2 and 8 in their last 10 games uh take on uh VMI as uh the cadets are 10 and 20 on the season. I don't even know yeah. what are they what is VMI called? Are they the cadets? What,
0: what, are they Virginia, Virginia Military? Uh, what is their team name? I think they what is I see? V- Virginia Military. Yeah, the key debts. Keydets. K E Y D E T S. Keydets. It is. Keydets? Eh? Yeah. Right. Keydets interesting but it's not spelled cadets it's spelled keydets. k-e-y-d-e-t-s that's interesting ninth place in the southern conference well played morency you get a point on stump the schwab for that one
2: Keydets. yeah i'm looking like i'm looking and i don't i didn't see it i'm not gonna lie i actually clicked
0: to see their name (laughs) it didn't pop well i knew western carolina they're the count catamounts catamounts like uh, vermont western carolina catamounts i
2: wouldn't have known that i'll be honest
0: yeah, I, I used to Are study sure? these team names. Yeah, no, guaranteed, guaranteed. They're catamounts. They uh, same as uh, Vermont. Yep, they're the catamounts. I don't know what, what's Radford's name. I don't know. Oh, well, you better get Radford. Radford. That's a tough. Yeah, Radford, Radford. Radford. Better get Radford, Radford.
1: Radford.
0: Yeah, Radford is you don't Highlanders. Don't the Highlanders. The Highlanders. Yeah, the Highlanders. At Charleston. Yeah, the Highlander. Oh yeah, Charlton uh, Southern. Uh, uh, that's a ripoff. Yeah,
2: there's, uh, there's another Highlanders. <laughs> there, there, I know there is. That's that, these these schools should be suing each other. Who
0: who said it? Who did it first?
2: <laughs> there's a team from Jersey that's the Highlanders too. They, you're absolutely uh, we, right.
0: You're, we you're was talking about right. the other night. Yeah. Um, scam job.
2: You know what'd be great if like Radford's mascot was named Radford. Yeah. Radford Radford. Yeah, they should be like a, a bear or something. Hey, Radford.
0: <laughs> hey, what's Let's up, Radford
2: dog? Actually, I agree. Get like a pit bull or something, or like a, a bot, you know what I mean? Some sort of like big uh, bulldog. Come here, Radford. Good dog man Radford. Radford.
3: Come here, Radford. Come here, boy.
0: Come here, Radford. You're right, Gabe. Radford is an amazing name for a pooch. Tons <laughs> of NFL news. Dude, these are a lot of breaking news here. The Los Angeles Chargers have agreed to terms on a two-year Radford. extension. Come here, Radford. With the standout was, we almost have to bet on Radford now after all this. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right. You know what? I don't know why we don't. They're 21-10. Trust me, I'm taking We're Radford. 6 o'clock. Radford We're taking Radford. Yeah, a six, yeah, Radford's game's at 6. We, it's on the card. Yeah, the Chargers gave signed Denzel Perriman today. More to come there, but it's a two-year extension. I uh, talked about uh, yeah, the Patriots and uh, Michael Bennett. First, Michael Bennett told the Eagles he didn't want to take a pay cut. Well, the Patriots have stepped in there, so they're working on the final deal for Michael Bennett. He had uh, nine sacks last year. Remember him with the Seahawks winning a Super Bowl. He earned $6.2 million in base salary. The Eagles also have their name in the mix set uh, Tevin Coleman on their radar heading into free agency. I talked about the Jets before. They were interested in Tevin Coleman. It looks like a lot of players are. Uh, Coleman spent the last four years in Atlanta. He'll be one of the top backs when the market opens up on March 13th. We talk about the Bills. It looked like he was going to Buffalo Antonio Brown, but no such luck. Calling it fake news. The Bills did reach out to the Steelers this week, but ultimately these teams could not get a deal done for Brown. With the Bills out, there seems to be very few options left. Apparently today was supposed to be the deadline for a deal done for the 30-year-old. This just in, too, the Los Angeles Rams signing Eric Weddle to a two-year, $10.5 million deal, $2.5 million in incentives. He was just released by the Baltimore Ravens. We have a trade, too. The New York football Giants trading Russia Olivier Olivia Vernon to the Cleveland Browns in exchange for guard Kevin Zeitler. The Giants also sent a fourth-round pick to Cleveland, a fifth-round pick coming back the other way. Jacksonville busy. They are releasing Malik Jackson and running back Carlos Hyde today. The Arizona Cardinals picking up tackle Marcus Gilbert from the Steelers and the Dolphins, they've released veteran wide receiver Danny Amendola his days might be done in the NFL and hoops Lakers guard Rajon Rondo will not be fine for sitting courtside during Wednesday's loss to the Nuggets, and Lonzo Ball, it's going to have his. Knee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People I, I agree. With overblowing
2: him. that, I stand with I, Rondo on that. People need to chill out. He was right there. It was a, it was yeah. a blowout. Their season sucks.
0: He didn't even he was know. Two seats away. Yeah, exactly. He. Uh, I'm with you. I think I, uh, I'm I'm with Rondo. And remember, LeBron sat down at the end too, but we don't hear nothing about that. Lonzo Ball, he's going to have his. Uh, uh, me and uh, reevaluate Saturday. He could miss the rest of the regular season for the Lakers. It looks that way. Gabe, we talked about this with Steve, LSU men's coach Will Wade, suspended indefinitely. His suspension follows reports that an FBI wiretap captured a 2017 phone conversation between a coach and former agent uh, Christian Dawkins discussing an offer for a potential recruit. Dawkins was uh, committed of wire fraud in October. He got a six-month prison sentence this week for funneling illegal payments to recruits' families. Stupid. Assistant coach Tony Benford, he will coach the 25-5 and five Tigers, having a great season, one game before the SEC tourney begins. NCAA action right now, Valpo and Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago made Valpo eat Alpo, 67-57 the final. Good one here, Missouri State, uh, 39-29 on Bradley. That game's going on. Brown leading Princeton, 31-26 at the half, 5 o'clock. We talked about it, Western Carolina, Virginia Military, pick on 157. Radford, come here, boy. Come here, Radford. Woo, woo, har, har. Minus three versus Charleston Southern, 137. Radford it is. At 6.30, Akron takes on Kent State. Golden flashes, minus two and a half, 135. And at six, number 19, Buffalo versus Bowling Green. Bulls, minus 14, 161 and a half. Later tonight, NCAA top 25 action. Minnesota and Maryland, the 24th ranked Terps, minus six and a half, 135 and a half. And Miami, Florida, at number 15, Virginia Tech. We do the hokey pokey. They're minus nine and a half point favorites, 132 and a half. Is your over-under in the MLB? Justin Verlander named the opening starter for the Astros. Nine games in the NBA tonight. A very, very, very busy night there. We'll go through all the games on the DFS Hour at Gabe and Golf. Tommy Fleetwood, I got him. Uh, Another Friday Warrior. He's the leader at nine under right now at the Bay Hill Invitational. Keegan Bradley. Oh, he just birdied there. He's tied for the lead at nine under as well. San Jose Sharks star defenseman Eric Carlson says he will not be back anytime soon, but 100% for the playoffs. Four games on the ice tonight. Everybody keep it here on Red Heat and Rage. More college basketball, hockey, talk, NBA, and a whole lot more. Stick around, everybody. Rage! I got great news, guys. Oh, oh, news. Oh,
1: it's the news update from... I got great oh, news, guys. Oh, oh, news. Oh, it's the new- <laughs> game, game time, time decisions. decisions.
2: Game time decision. Red Heat Rage, our radio fantasy sports, our radio network, level two. Level two. The Norwegian Gem Cruise Liner passing through my window right now. Oh, nice. Great ship. The uh, Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Norwegian.
0: Norwegian. I took a picture of it for you. (laughs) I like that. I like cruise ships. They're offering a lot of deals. Oh, I'm a big fan of cruises, buddy. Yeah, you've been on a cruise ship before, though. It's it's basically it's crazy, too. They have a new uh, they have a new deal. It's like it's crazy. I saw a commercial the other day. They're like open bar. all you can drop like what the hell are they offering here? I better not tell certain people that they're offering open bars on these cruises or we're going to be on one. Like they're, I don't I What's think What's the, the cru- deal, though, on the cruise ship? Can you light up a spliff on the deck?
2: It's a problem. Oh, right? you can. Like they've got, yeah, no, yeah? no,
0: no, 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 buddy. Let me tell you something. If you want to light up a spliff on the deck, there is, these boats are so big, Maranci, you will always find a spot. At night, there's no one around. They're at the disco or in the in the bar having, like, you know, food. And the greatest thing about cruise ships is for dinner. You go, can I try that? Can I try that? It's like, ooh, the steak was very good. Can I try the lobster bisque? Okay, I'll try like Basically, you tell the guy, I paid for this cruise. Keep it coming. And now they're yeah. offering unlimited bar. I'm going to be an advocate of cruises. They're everything I love in life. More. More. Was there a casino on the cruise that you went on? Damn yeah, right, there was. International yeah. waters, everything goes. Talk, talk to Mo Sislac, Hey, eh? remember that when they're having the fighting monkeys when they're out there? Yeah, it's international yeah, waters, yeah, that's, Homer. That's, that's, remember the beer that's, Danish kings, Tuborg, Tuborg, Homer. <laughs> yeah, and remember the monkeys. they drinking Tuborg? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the best. Mo's like, and Homer's like, maybe we should get some duffy. He's Like, no, nah, Homer, Tuborg, the beer of Danish kings. They, they went. To, that was when they all got caught by the pirates in the in, in the fishing. Uh, net. Oh, yes, yeah, cru- yeah, Cruising's yeah. fun. Cruising's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've never been. <laughs>
2: no, you know, I've always, I always just hear the uh, the horror yeah. stories.
0: Yeah, well, don't listen to those people. They're wrong. I've been on one cruise. I had a great time. I had a heater and blackjack too, and it was English pounds. I was at the the money, so I ended up winning two point five times whatever I won. So like eight hundred dollars was literally almost you betting. Like two you grand. were betting pounds. Yeah, I was betting pounds, buddy. It was awesome. And uh, yeah, and then I went to Gibraltar. It was with my old girlfriend because she was a real world traveler. I told you that's the when that monkey, Gibraltar. Yeah, that's when that uh, monkey flew on me and pissed on my back. I got a picture of it. The monkey's like "f off," <laughs> and he's like taking a leak on me. And the guy's like, "Oh, those flying monkeys will get you, buddy." <laughs> it was awesome. It was a great trip. Great trip. Yeah, those monkeys are—they could really move in Gibraltar, man. They're fast. They're like squirrels. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, Gabe. Like, I should—we should, uh, should do a commercial. You cut that right up. Like, I—I'm a big fan. Then you said it. Like, the thing about it is. On the deck, the boat's really big, right? It's not like you have to remember there's a lot of space in a lot of different areas. If you light up a spliff, like, you know, hey, man, it's, it's it's beautiful. Like, it's actually very calming. I think you'd like it going through the water. Just, you know, you don't lean over the edge or anything, but just sit back, take it all in, and spark it up. I think you'd be a big fan.
2: So uh, I just fired I fired off the the, the cruise ship that just passed me here. Like, <laughs> people are like, nice yacht.
0: <laughs> I'll take a, take a look here. It's on your Twitter? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. My it's my new yacht, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. My, my new yacht. Yes. Yes, Jeeves.
2: <laughs> my new boat. Radford, so are we betting Radford? Small play. Yeah, Charleston Southern have been hot camp, but uh yeah why not? Small play, Radford. Babano but we will step up. He likes hand. cruises. Soup?
0: All sorts of stuff.
1: He likes soup he likes bedding. Yeah. He likes beer, I
0: rolling.
2: There is. says, uh, what's that, a view from 1965? Yeah, it kind of does look sort of like old, older. You know what I had to do to take the picture cam? I
0: had to sort of like, I had to enlarge the screen a bit, right? To get yeah, the, to yeah, get the sure. size of the boat in there, like the city and everything. It's to your point that we were talking about, the waterway looks small with, with a big vessel like that, but it's very misleading. Like, that's the thing about water, you know what I mean? Like, you think that boat would be crashing up on the side, but that, that guy, the, the captain, he's got lots of room to maneuver it, man. That's, uh, that's a big waterway you got there, a lot bigger than people think.
2: Yeah, and listen. And you took that little ferry. Those little ferries have to maneuver around these big boats oh, out there
0: oh, I know. The guy told me a story. Like I was eating the popcorn before I walked the, uh, before I went to your place, and he was telling me. He goes, "Yeah, sometimes there's boats out there. We got to make moves. Ding, ding, ding. Get around. Like it's not a. That's the thing. It's a job. You got to still keep your head on a swivel because water changes quick. People don't know, man. You got to deal with a lot of different vessels. It's pretty cool, though. It's nice that you have a view of water. I've Always uh, liked mountains and water and stuff. I'm kind of getting sick of my view, looking at a stupid fence in my uh, chair lying in the snow. It's kind of boring, you know. I want some uh, real water.
2: Yeah, this is, this is a great view that I have. Um, last place in Toronto, the view was just of like other people's yeah. balconies, kind of. Yeah, sucked. that's
0: right. Remember that dog? I <laughs> <laughs> got the neighbor's dog out there. Hey, I see your buddy barbecuing there, in his hibachi. Yeah, I know. It's a, It's not as fun. You got a real view.
2: Yeah, and there was never never any naked chicks in the windows. I I could no. see in like you know like one thousand windows. It was like this big tower of windows. It was always a couple of n- naked dudes and stuff, but yeah, never naked Yeah,
0: no, 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 no nude ba- uh, sunbathing, which you were hoping for during the show.
2: One chick used to walk around in a towel a bit, but yeah. nah, not enough. Let's bring Bobano in right now, <laughs>
5: <laughs> Ian Cameron. I was expecting the segue. While speaking of one person you wouldn't want to see in the nude, here's Bobano.
2: <laughs> yeah, or no, me. we don't. Or me, yeah, no. I wasn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants to see any of us naked, all right? No, <laughs> That's a good no. Point. Yeah, we're
0: pretty milky and furry, and uh, let's stick to chicks.
2: Yep.
5: <laughs> all right.
2: Awkward, as always. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got to turn this around
0: somehow? 14-10,
5: Western we, we, Carolina. We got a, I was going to say, we got a thriller with Bradley and Missouri State right now. I've got this game on the TV, 49-47, five minutes to go. Good game, back and forth, yeah. low scoring, but E Bradley.
0: E Bradley. Just because it's uh, close.
2: Let's not call it a thriller, Roberto. It is 49-47. Yeah.
5: It's pretty ugly. Good defense, bad offense, depending on which way you look at it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Battle. a Real, real battle conference tournament. So, all right. Well, let, let's get right down to business then. So, uh, Charleston, Southern, and Radford tip off at 6 o'clock. And uh, for the record, I think Radford's a great name for a dog. Uh, I'm not talking about a point-spreading dog, but a dog dog. Radford? Like, great name, Radford. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, our uh, Radford's 21 and 10 on the season. Uh, taking on Charleston uh, Southern, the more known team between the two of them, I think, is Southern. Uh, Southern comes in and won seven of their last 10 games. They're actually scorching against the spread, nine and one against the spread. Uh, Charleston Southern is. Takes on a, a Radford team who's a little bit better team uh, this year. Uh, if you look at conference play, which is something that I like to take a look at. Um, Obviously in these conference tournaments Radford were 13 and four in conference play Charleston Southern were, were 11 and seven. Uh, they played uh, this year they split we had a really close game Southern won at home 5352 and Radford won on their home court by 88678. Uh, looking at the form Southern comes in winners of four straight. Uh, Radford have been rotating wins and losses. What's your uh, cap of this game, Babano? Charleston Southern and Radford.
5: Yeah, I think Radford wins, and I lean Radford, but I'm not going against Charleston Southern's run. I mean, they've really gotten hot late in the season. They've played uh, really better defensively. Uh, they didn't just beat a pretty good Winthrop team yesterday. It throttled them, dominated, controlled it from start to finish. Uh, a really good win for a team that, let's be honest, playing their best basketball right now. I nine 9-1
2: ATS, but battle last uh, 10. It's hard to want to yep. bet against that, but I'm with you. The last time they played, it was 53-52, Come on, guys. I'm sort of thinking the same thing. It'll be like 65,
5: 64 or something. It'll be a close game. Yeah, it's probably going to be close. I would I'd pick them a minus one. I like Radford. Three, not so much. And you, these are big deals. These are neutral uh, court events now. This is in North Carolina, these two Big South tournament semifinals tonight. So these are neutral yeah, courts. So if you get two points worse of it, yeah, North Carolina uh, is where this uh, tournament is Big 10. Or the Big South uh, Conference tournament. So, uh, neutral court for both of these teams. This is actually on Campbell's home court. We're going to talk Gardner Webb Campbell. This is legitimately Campbell. the the court where Campbell plays their home well, game. Of course, you're so talking about legit Campbell. Home,
0: legit yeah, we were right about Campbell. Game camp. number last night, like a little bit too course, short. Yeah, you, brings up yeah. Campbell. He does. He's the soup man. Gotta love Campbell. Campbell's yeah, course, strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, Every we week, of the guys is the week where we mention Campbell. Yep. that one guy yeah, that exactly. got game, I think he's like he's fourth he's fourth in NCAA like scoring history like Campbell's got like one <laughs> stud on their team this guy's a monster forget his name but he's damn Chris
5: good. Clemens yeah it's Chris Clemens good call yeah
0: good call good yeah. call
5: yeah, he's been absolutely terrific, and he is a one—he is a one-player machine for this team. Like, if he ever got injured, this would not be the same Campbell Campbell's team. Uh, he's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, he's a senior. He's been close to getting to the NCAA tournament for years. I would love it to see Campbell win this conference tournament, get in there for him because he would be a great player to watch on the NCAA tournament stage. A guy that can make shots from anywhere, Steph Curry range. From the perimeter, uh, an extremely talented player, perimeter shooter can slash to the basket. Uh, just extremely talented for a guy that's not very tall either. He's only five foot nine, five foot ten. So uh, he, he, but he's been tremendous. He's had a great career. I like them laying three and a half against Gardner Webb. Uh, in the second semifinal in this conference tournament, it is a legit home game for Campbell. They have a, a chip on their shoulder, a point to prove. I really think they want to win this conference tournament extra, extra more just to get uh, Clemens in there uh, in his first NCAA tournament before he graduates. I like Campbell quite a bit, and they won their first game yesterday uh, by uh, nine points. So I think they can cover the short number.
0: I was going to ask you, Gabe Babano, Gabe and I both love uh, the Salukis of Southern Illinois. Gabe, it's funny, my doctor, my new doctor, who's going to uh, tell me to t- get the golf ball out, he's a Saluki, he went to Southern Illinois, so talking a little, he doesn't really like, uh, he's he's more of a raptor type of guy, but he knows Southern Illinois uh, basketball, we're both on them tonight. What do you think, Bavano? me and Gabe like the Salukis, uh, minus three a- against a storied program of Northern Iowa, people know them more, but uh, not as talented as they once were.
5: No, it's been a tough year for uh, Northern Iowa. Ben Jacobson's done a great job with this program. This is not one of his better teams, though, not even close. Uh, These aren't the teams that have had... Uh, for Manesh and guys like that in years past on it uh, it's Northern Iowa's fallen quite a bit nine and nine in conference play uh Barry Hinson you know the Salukis uh 10 and 8 in conference play a talented team very experienced team I think you got to give them the edge uh in terms of experience uh Northern Iowa's always kind of scary in the Missouri Valley tournament because even mediocre teams they have the uh, pedigree. of Northern Iowa in the past exactly they, they've got that they've shown the ability in the past Gabe to even take a mediocre regular season and then suddenly get hot at conference tournament time and maybe go on a run. Maybe they could, but I I, I don't know if I see it with this particular group. I still have to give the Salukis an edge. I didn't lay the three just because I'm a little worried about Northern Iowa maybe being a team like that. But uh, I think talent-wise and experience-wise, the edge is with SIU.
2: But where we're going with this, and it seems to be we're repeating this a lot of these games, well, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Which you know leans to a lot of these dogs. I mean, I think same thing. I'll play the money line on Saluki's because it wouldn't surprise me if they won by one, two, or three points. Which leads me into an underdog that I'm I'm uh, I'm seriously considering uh, pulling the trigger on tonight. Santa Clara getting six against San Diego in a, in a basketball game that I think should come down to the wire as well. Six points just a little little too fat I find uh, here. You look at the conference conference plays. Um, these guys, uh, both, uh, both pretty much the same eight and eight, eight and nine, uh, on the season, uh, when they played each other, it was a six point game and a 12 point game. And in fact, Santa Clara won both times this year. So I'm getting a team that beat them both times this year, plus six points on a neutral court. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the trigger with, uh, with Santa Clara tonight, guys, plus six.
0: Yeah, I, I want to take Santa Clara, Gabe. I, I, you're you're onto something here. I don't lay I don't lay that kind of points with the Toreros. Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> San Diego it's Jenny Craig. It's at the Orleans Arena in Vegas, baby. Go Broncos! It's on a neutral court. Um, all
2: right, game time decisions. Red Heat Radio continues. Ready for Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morensi. it down with uh, Cam Stewart. This is a uh, music studio across the street uh, from our place uh, here. And uh, it's a pretty, pretty big studio, actually. Big bands have uh, recorded there. There's a couple of big ass tour buses trying to navigate their way through the small streets here. So <laughs> somebody's got a session going on. Uh, this evening on this uh, Friday night. And while they have a music session going on, we'll have a a betting session uh, going on uh, tonight. It's the calm before the storm. It's kind of a late night, actually, in college, all things considering. Um, You'll have more tournaments tomorrow winding down, and um, tomorrow they'll actually be bid. You'll have your first bid, uh, your first official uh, ticket punched uh, to the tournament. And then next week, uh, through the week, is when all the... uh, all the big conference tournaments to start. And, of course, Selection Sunday is next week. So, great time of the year to be a college basketball uh, fan and uh, better. It'll be wall-to-wall basketball next week, uh, but better. Well, pretty much, pretty much now, too, all weekend. You know, Pretty much from here on out, there's basketball wall-to-wall for the next uh, like four weeks or so.
5: Yeah, I watch more conference tournaments like these next three days, even though uh, there's still regular season games in the power conferences. I'm much more interested in the conference tournament, seeing these smaller schools try to punch their ticket to the NCAA tournament. But I'll make sure I take time out to watch those two uh, just huge games regular season-wise tomorrow. Of course, Duke Carolina and uh, Michigan-Michigan State back-to-back on ESPN tomorrow. night. You can't get much better doubleheader-wise than that.
2: No big-time stuff. Um North Carolina is a team flying under flying under the radar, guys. At fourteen to one, they're one of the best teams in the country, and you're getting fourteen to one to win the tournament. It's pretty yeah. pretty fat odds. And as you mentioned, it's a big game. I mean, Purdue are fifteen and four, Michigan State are fifteen and four, Michigan are fifteen and four. So they, they you know they they come into the final weekend all locked up here. Uh, you know the thing is these these conference championships they've lost their luster. You know what I mean? Like, people, nobody cares that Kansas won 14 in a row. People say, oh, Bill self doesn't win big games. The guy won 14 consecutive uh, conference uh, championships. People seem to, like, put more validation into who wins the stupid conference tournament after the fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, than the actual league. But uh, so, some big games there. But I'm with you, Babano. I prefer, like, last night, the only, the only non-tournament game I bet last night was UCF against Cincinnati. So I took Central Florida to beat Cincinnati. That was the only one. Every other game I had was, uh, you know, actually the WAC wasn't a conference game. But I took Utah Valley. Like, all the other ones were conference. Because, like you said, these are bigger, bigger games, Babano. It's a big game for Michigan. It's a big game for Michigan State. They don't like each other. They're tied. I get it. But. You know, it's also going to be a big game uh, for Michigan and Michigan State in five days when they could face each other in a Big Ten tournament again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they also have another bigger, bigger, bigger game when they're in the real tournament where you're right. These Radfords, these Murray States, the Belmonts of the world, this is it. They can't screw around. They need to you win know, this weekend. When you're congress- That's how <laughs> they have to get exactly.
0: in. Michigan knows. They're not stressed about anything. You know what I mean? And, Gabe, to like your earlier point, Think about what you did last night. We know we were joking around with, you know, North Florida and all this stuff. Look how successful you were. I went three and oh, you went like six and one because these were games that you capped, where teams both teams played to their full potential. Because you know, you're, there's only one bit at stake for this. Other times, teams get sleep, uh, bad spots, whatever. No, this is it. These small schools, it's party time. You either you go home or you win your conference. And you get to go to the dance. It's better capping these type of games. I think we well, that's have more why success. these dogs are alive. Because exactly. Like everybody's said, playing with their season uh, on the line. Yeah, well, yeah everybody's playing with their season on the line.
5: Yep.
2: If you're a bad team, you're a coach. All you have to do is you just tell the kids, "Listen, we just need to win three games, guys, and we're going to the tournament. Everything that happened this year doesn't matter. You doesn't matter. know what I mean? That's if your headshot. We win top. three yeah, games. Exactly. We're we're punching a ticket. You take it one game at a time. It's like, oh shit. You know, even if you suck, it's like, what? Oh, we just won the quarterfinals. Boom, you're in the semis. Bam. Next thing you know, you're one game away from the tournament, and it happens. You know, we see 14 and 17 teams do win these things every now and then. I don't know if it'll happen uh, if it'll happen this year, but um, great time of the year for college basketball. NBA tonight, NBA. So you talked about St. Peter's playing it overtime. Uh, similar situation, Oklahoma City last night, overtime, very physical game, late game too. So they played the last game of the night. It went like nearly till two in the morning Eastern. It, w- it went real late this game last night now they got to be on the court basically 20 hours later in Los Angeles against a clipper team that just keeps winning the situational spot is a very very good one for the clippers but spots don't always win bets Babano, but it is a good spot
5: well it's a monster of all you know situational scheduling edges i like the clippers here regardless uh, they're playing well they want to get in the playoffs they're trying to further their cement their spot Uh, here trying to get a playoff spot. They're rested. Uh, It's the fifth game in seven days as well for OKC, so they've got to be feeling it from a fatigue perspective, uh, having to come in here now and play this L.A. uh, Clippers team, uh, playing last night that long, grueling basketball game. So uh, I think it sets up really well for the Clippers. I think talent-wise, obviously, Thunder are the better team, but I don't think it sets up well for them to play well and bring their A game tonight. I like L.A. to get the win. win. I
2: like the Clippers, too, up to two and a half. Up to two and a half. Actually,
5: I like now. both of the late NBA games. I like Golden State to uh, really come out really. strong tonight against Denver. I'd lay the six six and a half there. Ooh, I think yeah. after Morgan, the has, yeah,
0: I'm on was, the other yeah. side. I want to take Denver. I want to take Denver. Just some there's a voice in my head saying don't do it tonight. And it's been I, a nice run. I'm kind of with you, Babano. I, I, I like State, Denver personally. Yeah. I like them, but I'm scared. I'm scared. when
5: Golden State's laying less than you know eight or nine at home, and they're off the kind of loss they had the other night against Boston. I'll back them every single time. Uh, and I I like Denver. I like Denver. I got nothing bad to say about Denver. Great team, great season they're having, but they're a little bit more vulnerable on the road, and they could be walking into a P.O. team tonight.
2: Yeah, but I'll tell you what. I get it. I totally do, but that's what people have been saying for two weeks about the Golden State Warriors. Like, literally. Oh, well, tonight's you know, they could. I was there. I thought they would blast the Boston Celtics the other night. They were in the exact same situation. You know, Steve Kerr said we didn't compete the game before; it was embarrassing. And you figure, ooh, they'll show up against Boston. No, <laughs>
5: like, no, it didn't then, happen you know, exactly. It yep.
2: didn't happen. And you add it up, guys. They're now one and eleven against the spread in their last twelve
0: games. Yeah, it's, it's it's a problem. Like it's a that could be why you're only burn. laying
2: six and a half
5: tonight. That exactly. could be why. Yep.
2: No, but it's a nightly money burn with these guys. It just is because every night people are like, "Wow, well, tonight." I mean, they're gonna. And like you said, so you're getting a little value, but dude, they closed against Boston. They closed at four and a half, guys. Closed at four and a half. Yep. I got suckered in at the last minute. I'm like, ah, oh, how do I yeah, not yeah, take I'll the suck- Warriors at minus four and a half? They got smoked. <laughs> no, it's true. They got it's true. They've got they got smoked. I don't want to get all analytical, but they're a worse team with the Marcus Cousins.
5: Starting to look that is, way a little bit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, what it is, did. I'm just talking. Yeah, I was talking it's about slow. their plus-minus. They're plus-minus, like, essentially, to cut, you know, I'll cut through the analytics here, but essentially they're nine points better when he's not on the court. Like, he's kind of just getting in people's way, as good as he is. Yeah. Like, they have, they've had a good thing going, and now you dropped him in this thing. He's disrupted the chemistry like and the
5: cohesion a yeah. little bit. What it is, yep, yep. It's been like that, that just, with all
0: those teams. What about the Raptors? Same thing with Lynn and everybody yes. else. It's different, man. You have a good it's thing hard, going. Especially how people you play with, yes, especially it's a, good
2: a big dude like Gasol or or Cousins. Yep. It's harder. They with need the ball. Man. They're in the middle of the paint. They're taking up space. Like you know, you've seen this with Ibaka. Like Ibaka and Gasol had a real problem for a couple of nights. Like basically, they were both where they both wanted to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. Nurse is like, "Oh shit! Like I can't really like these guys can't be on the floor together. Or we're gonna have to figure something out." Mm-hmm. And they did, but there, yeah, there, there's adjustment. Look, man, remember Joel Embiid complained when Jimmy Butler got there. They were even winning. You remember, they were winning, and he said, "This is bullshit, man." <laughs> he was like, "This is bullshit." He goes, uh, "You know, I'm playing on the perimeter now all the time. I'm not where I need to be, and I don't like this at all. And I'm going to speak to the coach about this." Like guys get taken out of their little like, but when you're on a good team. You have to sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like if you want to win a championship, it's like you can't be Be just that guy. guy. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. If you want to win, it's like, listen, dude, you gotta get out of the way and you gotta stand here and you gotta play from this angle from now on. Right? You gotta move. It's the way it is. And teams teams have problems with the Brooklyn Nets guys were a classic example of this. The Nets were rolling along. They actually hit the skids when they got everybody back. They got Karis Levert back and they got Dinwiddie back. And yep. they lost, like, three or four games. And it's like, wow, everyone's like, oh, they're going to be better now. They got these guys back. No, they effed with the chemistry. D'Angelo Russell's been carrying this team all year. And Damari Carroll's balling, and it's a team effort. Now suddenly it's like, oh, shit. Karras has to get a shot, so we got to drop him in here. And and now, like Dinwiddie, you're the point guard, and it takes you a couple of games to get going. So that's the thing in the NBA, guys, right now. Don't bury some of these teams when you see, like, oh, the Raptors got killed against the Rockets, they suck. Or, oh, the Sixers lost against uh, the Bulls the other night. They're terrible. It's chemistry stuff. The coaches sometimes are sacrificing games right now, guys, for the bigger picture, right? You know what I mean? Like, Nick Nurse, people are oh, on Nick Nurse's rotation. He's trying to figure it out for six weeks from now. Like he's like, all right, I might lose this game right now, but I gotta see. Can I play Ibaka and Gasol together? Can I play Lynn and Lowry? Like, how do I, how am I gonna do this? So it's something to keep your eye on in the NBA
0: right now, guys. When you're betting, it's very treacherous betting in the NBA uh, you, this you, time. You, you, you. you bring excellent points you're bringing to the table, and it's true. So right now, yeah, those teams on fade notice, whatever. But you're right, and as a better, we're gonna have to figure out when they do figure it out and start coming well, back. Well, looks like Boston, to these guys when we're Boston getting better, sort numbers. of figure it out. Two games in a row. Boston throttles.
2: Yeah. Boston throttles Golden State. Then Hayward hits the game-winning shot the next night, back-to-back. Uh, very impressive. Boston could be looking a little switch. All right. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll talk some uh, NHL with Ian Cameron. Bobano. Game time decision. Get ready and rage. Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Decisions Ready Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. I am Gabriel Moretti throwing it down in our Weehawken uh, studios. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart in Toronto. Our last uh, show of the week, but Cam's got your back uh, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., with uh, Colonel Kurtz. Kurt, George Colonel Kurtz. Kurtz. <laughs> Kurtz Colonel I Kurtz. Like that. I like Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Attention, Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> I'm throw that tomorrow. Yeah, he
0: is Colonel Kurtz. He gets really surly too sometimes, Ratsy, because I know some days he does the earlier show at eight. You can tell, like Colonel Kurtz, uh, if he doesn't get his Pepsi, he gets a little bit agitated. He's like, uh, he's like me with caffeine. Me, Kurtz has got a caffeine problem too. Like, uh, yeah, Kurtz probably drinks drink. like 12 cans of Pepsi a day. Oh yeah, I told him I was like a like a four or five can man? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to drink like six or seven. He's like, wow, I didn't know Kurtz had a real uh, yeah, sugar problem. But Colonel Kurtz really loves a soda. Well, he doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. Yeah, that's the thing. He's
2: hooked on Pepsi.
0: Yeah, I, but I, I'm hooked on Pepsi and other things. So I got yeah, a problem. Like problem. Thanks, Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, tax doctor. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Alright, so uh, Babano, uh, Babano, Ian Cameron uh, with us. Let's take a look at the uh, the NHL
5: NHL uh, card.
2: Twenty four
0: uh, games tonight. Tough card tonight. Tough. tough there tough is
5: card. a tremendous value underdog staring out there tonight in the NHL of the four Ooh, games. Ooh,
2: Babano, I like. Uh, interesting. I'll say value uh, under Winnipeg Jets.
5: You got it. Yeah, yeah easy you it. guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. easy yeah. guess. Like Carolina's playing great. They should not be minus 165 minus 170 to winnipeg when they were just when winnipeg when tampa bay was minus 190 against winnipeg uh, at home the other night you tell me there's 20 cents difference carolina to tampa bay at home no way no how uh i know winnipeg's not been great lately but they got adam lowry back from suspension tonight he's their best defensive forward best penalty killer that's going to help them defensively especially what they struggled against with goals against uh lately carolina finally had their bubble burst, their win streak snapped by Boston the other night. Maybe a little hangover from that. Winnipeg's off the loss to Tampa. I think they come out strong tonight uh, and have a chance to win that game. I, mean, I love the price. You can get about as high as plus 150 at the Greek with uh, Winnipeg. That's a really good price.
0: Yeah, I've i got surprised plus me. 150 in my book, too. You know, it's a surprising game, but you look at Carolina recently. They don't They, they, they hammer teams at home. This little Carolina party thing they got going on with Holyfield and, yeah, Don Cherry, bunch of jerks. All it does is motivate it. Yeah. It's motivated the bunch of jerks, yeah, and the bunch has, of jerks win. Like they yeah. should have be beat Boston the other night, too. Like, Carolina's actually, if you want to take one team as a super, super sleeper. Well, all you guys talk about Columbus all the time. Yeah, these nah, are the guys Columbus. that are flying out of the radar. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Columbus, Columbus can blow me. I took them last night for the final time. They didn't even score a goal against Pittsburgh. You're telling me if Pittsburgh scores two goals, they can win the game? Columbus game, it's over. This relationship yeah. is over.
2: We're divorced. No, I, I, I don't do care what kind of
0: dog they are. Screw them. I hate that. They, Carolina, they may
2: not even uh,
5: make the playoffs, you guys, and that's a disaster I, I with all the moves yeah, they made they, before the deadline.
0: They don't deserve to. Bunch of losers. Like, God, man. It was. <laughs> they're the real bunch of jerks.
5: Mold. Yeah, a bunch of jerks, Columbus. Yeah, not Carolina, Columbus. <laughs> yes. Portarella can't
0: blame uh, Brooksy for this. No. Yeah, another thing about Tortorella, Gabe, is, uh, here's just my one point, we'll get on to it. You're a coach of an NHL hockey team and a guy on your team had a stomach virus. You told the whole world that he shit his pants. Like, what kind of man does that about another man? I'll just say, all you have to say is he's got a stomach virus. He's not playing tonight. You stupid. Yeah, you don't have to say yes. Like, Gabe, if you told me, hey, Cam, I got some problems, you know, like, geez, I got a real stomach issue. I'd say, you got a stomach issue. I'm not going to say, hey, Gabe went in his pants. He was at the blackjack table. He couldn't leave. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, give me a break. Hey, torts, beat it. (laughs) Anyway, that's my take.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I was going to say, remember when Carolina won the cup? Um, Years ago, when Carolina won the cup, Nobody believed in them. either. That was the it's thing true. I remember. Like I did because I was on. Remember, I, I've told the story before. It was against Montreal, and I said the Kings would beat the Canadians in six, yep. and I nearly got run out of the city. And like people were pissed, <laughs> man. Like Canadians took my press pass away. <laughs> they literally like they didn't let me in. I showed up to the game. They were like, "You can't come in." And uh, yeah, they were they were angry. And the thing is, the Canadians won the first two games of the series, yep. and. Uh, People were, like, laughing their ass off at me. You're an idiot, Marenza. You, you guaranteed that the Hurricanes would beat the Canadians in six games. And lo and behold, the, the Hurricanes won four straight.
5: <laughs> and after that, exactly. In six. Yeah. So
2: I've always had a soft spot in my heart for them after saving my ass. Yeah, they made you I, look good. I rode them. Yeah, I rode them all the way to the cup after, too. I was like, well not going to bet against them now after, you know what I mean? and then so That was though, a I great series
5: that. against Edmonton, because Edmonton was really yeah. hot, too. That Edmonton, yeah, I, think I think that was our long-lost Frenchman, Cristobal Huey, in net that, that year for Montreal, yeah. <laughs> that was was a it Cristobal Huey? I think so, that Hewet. 2004 year, yep. Cristobal
0: Huey. Uh, people called the
2: Oilers. him Huey, but it, yeah, he actually Hewet. was the one that said it after. It's actually Huey because I just never said it. But he's French, right? He's from, uh, I think he was from Switzerland. Um, yeah. So the Carolina Hurricanes, yeah, yeah it's, it's a decent team. I would take them. I would take the Jets tonight. I was stupid enough to take the Jets the other night against Tampa. and The Jets are like the Houston Rockets, man. I need to ignore them. Like, I really get <laughs> screwed by this team, like, every freaking time.
5: But I, here's know, I know why they Carolina, s- yeah, I was just going to say, here's why Carolina doesn't get the attention. Small market, there's no superstars. There's no big-time player Southern that jumps States. up at this. Yeah, small market. You know, Sebastian they is probably the biggest name and best player, but he's sure. not a huge superstar household name. But it's a really solid group. I mean, Tara Vinen's been good. Jordan Stahl's at a bounce-back year. The old vet, Justin Williams, can play. Nino Ryder, uh, since they got him from Minnesota, has been good. Their, their defense yep. is good. I like Slavin and Hamilton. And Brett, no relation to Joe Pesci, uh, Justin when Paul. When they sell
2: jerseys there. Pesci, When they sell Pesci. jerseys at the, at the pro shop, uh, I guess there's no name names on the back. Like, yeah, that's right. Said, Who the yeah, hell yeah. are these guys? They really, that's the thing. A Can of, I get
0: like, that Calvin Han jersey for five? Yeah, bucks? Okay. yeah
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How, ever many ever these yeah. How many like <laughs> North Carolina state fans are walking in there? <laughs> <laughs> saying, yeah, right,
0: man. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I guess stall stalls. The one I guess stalls, yeah. like stall jerseys probably, but a good uh, call I, battle. Yeah. But we talk about like the Brooklyn nuts, good team. Cause they play as a team. You know, these teams that don't have stars are are difficult to deal with. They don't have the same drama. They don't have the same ups and downs of a a star and his streaks and his hot and he's cold. (laughs) If you're you're like some of these teams, you're at the mercy mercy of your star player. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, well, if he's not playing well, you're kind of screwed. If you don't have a star player, you guys just like the Islanders. The Islanders don't have star players, but they, they play good team hockey. It's like Carolina, same thing. You, argue. you
0: have good players. Also, Gabe, from a DFS perspective, when you're playing FanDuel and DraftKings, Carolina guys are always cheaper. Still, they, it's it's yep. amazing. Like, there's no one. knows them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got I got you get a Carolina stack on tonight for cheap. Same with the Islanders. Like, nobody plays I, these guys.
5: I mean, you could even say that uh, the Arizona Coyotes have Carolina's even bigger deader. name brand uh, yes. talent than the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, Don, Don Cherry the called them too. that. They've got, yeah, as Don Cherry calls them, they got Alex Del Chukluck and Oliver Lawson Tossum on the team. Uh, you know, good players there. Uh, and uh, you could say those guys are more distinguishable than anybody on Carolina. So, uh, But Arizona's a team that can still make the playoffs. Carolina's done good. I still have c- concerns about their goaltending some nights. Like, are McElaney yeah. and Morazic going to be able to keep this up rest of the season and in the yeah. playoffs if they get Marazic. there with the pressure Marazic going better. up?
0: McElhaney is a backup with the lead. Like, Marazic can be a starter. He just needs them to, you know what I mean, to settle down. I think he's a better potential goalie. Would you not agree, Babano? Like, he's he, he can be good. McElhaney's just kind of McElhaney.
5: He's a journeyman. He's having man. a great year. I'm not going to put is, anything past he McElhaney. He's having a really, really good season after a couple of good years in a backup role with Toronto, uh, and he's had a great year this year getting the majority of the starts, but he's never played this many games before in a single season it, does it catch up to them? The wear and tear, the number of games, fatigue set in. We'll have to wait and see. Morazic's too erratic for me to trust him. That's going to be the downfall. I think Carolina has got it in them to make the playoffs, but I still don't know if they have a first-round win in them just yet.
2: Uh, Washington, uh, Washington Capitals, big favorites. Uh, I've seen a lot of huge, massive hockey favorites recently, uh, these massive numbers. Uh, Washington, minus 357. I You know, it's hard to take the Devils here, so I, I can't make a case pass. for it. You
5: can't, I can't caps. take New Jersey because they're going to be calling Cam, Gabe, and myself up to suit up for them next uh, with all the injuries uh, that they're dealing with right well, now.
0: Miles to forward. my other point, that just tells you how shit Columbus is. They had 16 shots against those guys in a game and one in a shootout. They blow.
5: I know it was It's basically loaded littered with uh, AHL call-ups right now, this New Jersey lineup, but especially up front, you know, Pavel Zaka, Taylor Hall, Nico, Heeshear, Miles Wood, Jesper Brat all out of the lineup. They just yep. got Kyle Paul Mary back. Thank goodness. Uh, at least they got him back recently, which is going to help, but they're still banged up up front. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood's going to be in net tonight. So I think that's a good decision. He's, I still trust him a bit more than Schneider. That's got underwritten all over it because that, New Jersey's got one goal in their last two games combined with Blackwood and, net. You know, Washington's been scoring, but maybe with him in net, they can keep Washington down just a bit. 4-1 Washington sounds about right, and it stays under. I'm looking at the save percentage
2: of this goalie for Florida tonight. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah
0: yeah yeah ball. yeah he's uh he played one game he got shelled he let in the oh field. is it he's only couple... one game yeah yeah he's okay. a call yeah, yeah game. he's got a all... percentage
2: of eight four six yeah. yeah he's
0: also not a prospect like they put him in an emergency spot i actually was gonna look at Florida minnesota's gonna really... probably to play tonight they're pretty yeah hot i want to the wild. I, I florida plays really good at home but this kid i don't trust either Yeah, i'm kind of looking at minnesota they are hot. they beat tampa bay last night maybe they keep it rolling
5: the only yeah, thing I worry back, about is back. Dubnik. Yeah. Dubnik's playing again, and I don't like goalies second night about two nights in a row. They sometimes don't play well that second night
0: in a row. I do, I want him in over Staylock. I'd, sure. I'd rather have Doobie back-to-back Doobies, Marenzi. Doobie, Doobie. No, no. Ace goalies can
5: go back-to-back.
2: Yeah, yeah Doobie no could problem. go back-to-back.
0: No problem. I you know what you yeah. sold me. I think I'm going to take the Wild.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want Florida, especially the way they lost last night in Boston. Oh, painful. I mean, two goals in the last minute for the Bruins. A uh, tying goal from Grizzlik from the point, point yeah, shot yeah. got through, uh, and then Bergeron with eight seconds left to win at 4-3. Gut-wrenching loss for Florida. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, the Minnesota's the play.
2: All right, finally in closing, we've got the Montreal Canadiens and the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Canadians uh, go back-to-back as well. we got Carey Price uh Kerry Price uh, returns uh, tonight. It did play last night against uh, San Jose. Yep. Uh, Canadians. Uh, weird number here. I see the the Ducks opened up overnight minus one eleven, and I see now the Ducks are plus one ten. So the the line flipped overnight.
5: Yeah, I think Montreal wins. I, I like Montreal against teams that they can beat. Uh, they're good against the bottom feeders. They can't beat the good teams. Like they blocked the San Jose. Point. They lost to Pittsburgh. They've lost to Tampa repeatedly. Toronto has beaten them twice now in the last month. Uh, They don't beat the good teams, Montreal, but they take care of business against the bad ones. Look at the L.A. game uh, earlier this week. Started the road trip with a win
0: so your pick on Montreal, you know, was actually a good pick last night. And he really let them down. Like, they played the Sharks tough for a while. That's the thing about hockey and other sports. You get that hot goaltender when Montreal had chances, then they come back the other way and he lets in a shit goal. It really deflates the team. And it hurt Montreal last night. I'm going back to the Habs. I think they'll get it done tonight again. The battle's right. They beat Price. the Kings 3-1. to They'll beat Anaheim. Then they need Kerry the points. That's
2: it's hard yep, to bet is. on the
0: Habs when a Carey Price is playing. Like I uh, agree 100%. When, when he's
2: playing. They got a chance against anybody, you know. When You're he's damn Hobbs.
0: right, yep, yep, exactly.
2: All right, uh, Babano. So, uh, where can people uh, find uh, find your uh, your picks now?
5: Uh, you can email me now. We're doing email uh, uh, send-outs with every uh, premium uh, wager for uh, members and, and clients of mine. So that would be at bobano three fifty bobano three uh, five zero at gmail dot com. So if you're interested in getting on board, you just send me an email and we'll get you going with that. Oh, Alliance football! Quickly, I like Memphis and the oh, yeah. over against Atlanta uh, on Sunday. I'm riding. Ooh, like I'm riding. I'm riding Memphis and over until Z- Mettenberger's. Uh, Either gets hurt or something, but they're a better offense with him. And I like Salt Lake against San Diego tomorrow. San Diego, no Philip Nelson. They're going back to Berkovici. He's terrible. He can't hang on to the football. Salt Lake gets it done tomorrow.
2: Babano. Follow him on Twitter as well uh, to get uh, in contact with him. At Babano. See
3: you guys.
2: last hour coming up uh, here, but uh, Cam will be on with Colonel Kurtz uh, over the weekend. Uh, We'll be back uh, Monday morning with the morning after. We had a great week of shows uh, this week, but uh, Cam what do we got going on right now?
0: Yeah, the NFL Scouting Combine come and gone, Gabe, with the 2019 NFL Draft just around the corner for serious fantasy football players. It's never too early to start preparing for 2019. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year, so it gives you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at RotoExperts RotoExperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's ten percent off with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at RotoExperts.com.
2: Good stuff. I'm looking forward to the NFL Draft. Um, last year we killed the draft. Actually, in the draft props, we did very well. Yep. And uh, we look we look forward to doing it uh, doing it again. It's almost time to start getting into some baseball future talk. We haven't done many. Uh, we've talked baseball a bit, but we haven't gotten, you know, team by team previews and previews and gone over every every uh, win total. Man, we've talked about it in the past. I was thinking about it, too, actually, late last night that I'm like, man, there's a few baseball futures that I like as far as, like, win totals. And you know, I remember a couple of years ago, I played, like, six of them, and I won four of them. So it was a profit been a couple of years where I played one or two of them two or three of them and I won them all so I'm usually pretty good with the with the season win totals with baseball and we talked about it it sucks I wish you're getting plus money when you're waiting six months man you got your money tied up for six months but at the same point in time like uh, remember I told you I said it sucked but it was pretty cool on that uh, at the end of six months on that last september twenty eighth Right before Sunday night football, when my account got credited, and I was like, "Holy shit! I just got twenty three hundred yeah. bucks more credited in my account." It's, so you Mystery know, sort gifts. of thinking for the future, I'm going to do it. So the season starts March 28th, though, guys. It's not April. March 28th. We're a couple of weeks away from the start
4: of baseball. The, the following week after the tournament, next week is baseball. So we're here, baby. Spring.